Let it run. Let it run. Home! Go hard! <laughs> Throw home! Oh, my man. Happy Labor Day, bud. It's a beautiful day. Happy Labor Day, listeners. Richie, our producers, the best in the world. Thank you for all the work you do. We're going to have Coach out today, but uh, his schedule was busy. He is a busy man, isn't he? Yeah. So you know, uh, he really he busy with me. Yeah, he's busy with all both of us put together. So uh, maybe uh, he'll grace us next week. We don't know. Anyway, happy uh, Labor Day, and uh, you know I have the <clears throat> on a serious note, I have the ultimate respect for, of course, everybody in business. But I'll tell you who I really respect. I respect very much the blue collar workers of America that are on the streets, risking their lives, climbing bridges, doing work that, that a lot of people are not only not suited for, but couldn't do. And and they do it in extreme temperatures and elements that are horrific and, and get it done. Because without them, we have no commerce, we have no corporate America, we have no infrastructure. And uh, you go buy them all the time. You see them on Route 70 right now. And they got the heavy equipment going, that big buckets swinging around. And, you know, and, and Chad's saying, come on, Dad, wrap very, this it's up. It's very nicely stated. I, I totally Lord, agree with Lord, I try points. to give a tribute on Labor Day, and I'm getting well, cut which off. We're trying to do 45 minutes today. Yeah, you know? you're right, you're right, you're right. And everyone's laughing when you said got that. more, it's about 40 seconds is it yeah. already 1% of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it goes quick. Okay. I don't know if that that math is right, but it goes quick. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I earn it back on my rant? I'm doing a rant up front, okay? And this would normally take three minutes, so I want to make it one. I ran away. Two bit. College football early season weekends are a disgusting joke, and they have to do something about it. I mean, you're talking about eight games, and I'll name them because I want to win time back, that added up to 502 to 48. That was the score from Notre Dame, Alabama. I said I wouldn't name them all. First downs, 300 to 100. Total yards, 5,000 total yards to 1,500. Who the heck wants to watch any of that nonsense? Uh, you know, they, they pay these teams a lot of money. It, the money does help these uh, lower-level teams. With the, I've read that if it weren't for playing these elite teams, that the lower teams would not have uh, fiscal balance and they would not have sports. Uh, that's how much money they make. So, okay, God bless them in that regard. There's a good thing from it. But it's brutal to watch. I refuse to watch it anymore. I'm not going to sit there and say how good the quarterback from Notre Dame looks because he just threw for 7,000 yards against the Sisters of the Poor. I think it's a joke. I think they – I know it's TV. I know it's revenue. We all get that, right? But by the same token, if the Phillies played – a really good high school team, or, or you know, you wouldn't watch it, you wouldn't tolerate it, and I just think it's it, it's terrible. Uh, so that's my rant on college football. You have to w- wait this year till week four, late September, to have a good card. There'll be a couple games like last night, LSU. It's oh, it's always too bad when Kelly blows another game, and then has I love seeing that arrogance, the utter gall. And this is why I did not like him at Notre Dame. Those that listen to me closely know this. You know this. How he would never take proper ownership. Ownership is not when a coach says, it's all on me, 100% me. Well, you know, that's not true. Right away, you know, that's not true. The players didn't execute plays, you know. But what he says, 
you know what? In the second half, we forgot who we who we were, who we are. Okay, that's code for we're actually better than them. But since we tied them in half, we uh, let up. We we took it for granted. You know, on another day, playing hard, we'd win. We forgot who we are. Now, Cal, you coached a bad game. Your players didn't execute on fourth down or third, okay? And Florida State earned it by playing better. You didn't forget who you are, okay? You, you basically you stunk in the second half. And that's Kelly at Notre Dame, you know, the disloyal son of a bitch. So I'm so happy to see LSU lose. You have no idea, uh, and, and that's that. So we're going to move on here since we're – Football to start. We're going to stay football here a little bit. Wiz, I want to give you some over-unders. All right. NFL season commences this weekend. Okay. I want you on record, sir. Uh, okay. Seven minutes already. Oh, my Lord. Jeez. Time, the time flies. The time flies. All right. Uh, Eagle over-under. Okay. 12 wins. Are you over, um, under, or over. tied? Over. We're both over. Okay. Uh, the running back from the prep. Swift, Swift. Mm-hmm. average yards per carry. Sanders left town after four years at a remarkable and only done three times in NFL history. 5.0 career yards per carry. NFL Hall of Fame stuff. Nobody recognizes that because he dances too much coming through. What a joke. All those points about Sanders not being a great running back. Only career nine fumbles. Like I want to get started on Sanders. based on what Sanders' legacy was, over, under, by any running back. Uh, Under. Easy bet. Yeah, I think so. Steal money? I mean, five is really hard. Yeah, that's That's elite. Really really hard. That's elite, elite. Okay, so once again, Papa and Wiz agree. Three more. Hertz threw for 4,000 aggregate yards last year. Good season. Mm -hmm. Top five. Over, under. Uh, is that the tough one so far? Yeah, that's the tough one because this is the big question of, I think, the, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think over. Hertz is, he's, he's more studied. He's more recognized. Teams are going to try to, they know he's more for real now than going into the last season. So might they play that a little differently? But I just think the team's still so good offensively. Oh. I think, and Hertz should still be getting better. I think over. I'm with you on that, too. But I, I, I think it's tough. And without the prolific 5.0 generated from Sanders, you may have to rely on throwing a little bit more in second down. Yeah, and uh, also the, the part that's tough, too, is Hurts would, you know, if he comes out halfway through the fourth quarter because the Eagles blew someone out, that's tough. You yeah. Know? And you lose, you can lose, you know, I don't know 50 you, yards or, or so. Are you starting down. to attach an asterisk to your runner or buzz? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm saying over. Okay. I'm saying why it's a difficult decision, in no, my opinion. So you're qualifying is what that's called. Uh, okay. You don't do that. You're right. <laughs> he's a little bit of a wise guy today. I love it. Uh, the, yeah, he's not sleeping well nights. Uh, Emily and him are ready to go, and no one's sleeping. The house is hot. Oh, you should hear all these stories. They averaged 28 points per game last year. Over, under. Under. Schedule's tougher. Boy, so we're four for four. We shouldn't agree this, but it's not healthy to agree like this. Super Bowl return, yes or no? Yes. I have gone back and forth in that opinion. I think NFC Championship's a lock. And then, I mean, I hope it's a Super Bowl. I'm some, so yes. yes. All right. In a news uh, section called... 
tease the whiz. This is tough. We're going to try to get Chad. Um, some say I can, should be consistent. He's either whiz or Chad. I use whiz for emphasis in Chad every day. Um, and Bud. So we're going to ask Chad the best player by age in Major League Baseball. Let's go. So I'm going to give him the age range, and Chad is going to give me his input. And here we go. We're going to try to pick up the pace. 21-year-old player who's the best in baseball. No research. Don't please leave the, the yeah. I mean alone. that one's that one kind of jumps out. We have that the Reds guy Ellie De La Cruz okay. came up and very good. It, he's probably that that right. probably there, fair. There are, there are backup number two, but I'm going to skip the backup uh, to the, the in that example. The backup would have been uh, Walker for the Cards, but uh, you got the right guy. Twenty two years old. Take a shot. This one. This one is tough. Um, there's a couple of really good young guys, but the guy, Julio Rodriguez, no, you're hot. is a two stud. You have, I know the D-backs guy, is he 20? That's the guy you loved all year, so you could have said Corbin Carroll. Is he 23, 20, 22. 22. You're good. So Corbin Carroll's good, and a fun fact on Julio Rodriguez, which I was going to bring up, right? he just set the MLB record all time for the most number of hits in a four-game span. Name the, each game. From August 16th to 19th, he was 17 hits and 22 at-bats for a 773 plate appearance. What would you, what would 773 you, batting average. When you name each game, it's like went, four for four. Games. It was yeah. four for six, right. four for five, five for five, and four for six. I mean, that does not ever change. That's possible. just And that is the best of all time MLB history. The next best goes all the way back to 1925. That's some guy named Milt Stock. That was my grandfather back then. Yeah. All right. That's amazing. 23 years old. You're not going to get. Do you want to take a fast before I give it to you? Can I get a hint? Yep. Uh, hint. Um, low level team. Not a 500 team. Not close. Um, and uh, five tool player. Some say fastest in baseball. Oh, okay. Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Bobby Very Wood. Good. Is Bobby Wood Jr., I think. I know I know that because I learned about him when he came he, in to play the Phillies and he and he hit a home run. Here's the scary part. I thought you could be 0 for 3. And I think the next two are locks. 26, you have no chance. 27 to 30, I think you may get. This is actually getting more fun than I thought. And our viewing audiences or listening audiences loving this section. 24 is a lock. Yeah, that's a lock. It's your favorite guy, Juan Soto. <laughs> 25's a lock? Uh, I mean, he's the best player in baseball yep, outside okay. of Otani. That's Acuna. And 26, if we had time, I'd give you 10 guesses, and you wouldn't I, come near. I don't know enough guys who right. are 26 and I don't years old. Think our, like if, off the top of my head. If our listening audience gets this, you know, 609-828-5569, please text me. You did. You get a dinner certificate. But, you know, the honor system prevails here, underlying culture. Uh, nobody out there is going to guess Kyle Tucker uh, by the methodology. Th- yeah, I'm not guessing Kyle Tucker. Analyst used, okay? 27 is a hint because you're 27. Yeah, 27 is easy for me. I don't right. know if this is the right answer, but I'm going to go with Zach Allen. You got it, but I only know that because he's a local guy, and I local went to baseball guy. camp with him when I was 12. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Zach Allen. And I'll still say we gave him rides home, although you'll still deny that, but I, he was in our backseat. So, anyway, let's move on. 28 is the universe knows this. Women, Otani, children. Right, Otani is 28. Otani. Yeah. And maybe a lot of people know 29, but I don't think you'll get 29. 
Can I have a hint? Uh, hint. Twenty nine years old. Merrick Lake is a hint. How old's the How old's the guy from the Cubs? Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Seager. I gave it to you on shortstop. Yeah, thirty. You're gonna get right. I mean, we didn't say Mookie Betts yet. And thirty. I don't know if he's thirty or thirty-one. And we'll wrap this up at thirty-one. It goes on to forty, but I think it loses its luster if it hasn't already. Thirty-one. And you, um, you may not agree with this actually. How old is Bryce Harper? Is he 31? Uh, yes, but it's not Bryce I mean, Harper. I would, I would say Harper. It's uh, Aaron Judge. You know, yeah. Coming off the best season ever. It's, What's he doing this season, though? Well, numbers, they don't suck. I'll say that. The Yankees pretty, do, though. Let's talk about these fighting fills. I feel a little bit differently. Did you watch any of the Brewers series? A little bit. I got to ask you a question. <laughs> Are the Brewers not the most nondescript? Oh, oh. Played vanilla. What other analogies are better for us? Are, are they brutal team. to watch, Chad? Yeah, they win though, but it's oh. just not. It's never flashy. Oh. I mean, their run differential is plus twenty three, so yeah. they're just they're like barely winning games, and just they're a very odd team. And they are. Oh my lord! But they're also in a, in a lot of ways very close to the Phillies. Uh, it, listen, well, offensively not at all, but uh, yeah, they got pitching. I don't think the matter. How the heck do you have Yelich on your bench and not use him yesterday with two outs and two on in an RBI situation, but have him lead off the ninth when you trail by two? Yeah, that, that's just a bad That made bad no sense whatsoever. Uh, you got that guy the Phillies had, uh, you know, whatever heck his name is, uh, Santana. You know, he's swinging at balls two feet away, three feet down and up. I mean, it's unbelievable. Home plate umpire was absolutely horrific again. Uh, and, you know, Kurt, I, I, I don't see any aspect of that team other than they do play defense. Uh, but I just, I don't fear them. I hope we play them. We'll get to that in a bit. But right now, the Phillies, and I'm going to give uh, Schwerber, I'm going to bump with a big compliment uh, on him uh, this week by saying I have never seen in my lifetime, and I've thought about this, I didn't watch Ted Williams. I've never seen a guy player with as sharp an eye as Schwarber. Do you agree with that? I think his eye is very, his eye is very, very good. Bud, two strikes, he takes balls, one ball off the black, and he just he spits on it like it wasn't. He even, has he has a really good eye. Oh man, does he? Are, are you going to see G Daddy? You starting to make a case for him batting leadoff, right? If I'll say he hit, this. If he could hit 50 points higher. Yeah, right? I don't want the lineup to roll over and he's up. You all know that. And you saw that this weekend. At the end of the, the, end of the day, if you need a hit, man, there's a you know less than 20% chance he's going to get a yeah, hit when you need get a hit. Sometimes that walk will work there. You never know. I will say this. If the team we're playing, and I don't know you'll hear this on any other podcast I haven't heard on the radio yet. If the team that we are lined up against does not have an elite lefty closer, all right, punctuate that, underscore that. I am okay with Schwarber batting leadoff. I know that's a bit, contra- a bit contradictory to what I've said on prior podcasts. However, I'm going to allow, I'm going to remain open-minded. I'm going to continue to assess where his performance metrics, et cetera. And if he doesn't have to face, a, if we don't have to face a Josh Hader type of pitcher where there's no chance, there's not a competitive bat, I like his chances because the one damn thing he can do is judge pitches, and he, as we all know, can hit heat. You throw him 100, he's on it. Uh, so I would be okay in that instance. But 
As far as the team goes, this is the point, a bunch of points. They're grinders. Uh, you know, Turner now is Turner. So, man, to have him and Harper together, I'll take that as much as Betts and uh, Freeman. You with me? Yeah. I'll take that as much as any two in baseball right now. I think I Turner mean, will stay they're that, that They're that high, yeah. Now, we all want to give credit to the standing ovation. Truth be told, he was working with the batting coach long after games, batting until midnight out on the field. And one thing they discovered, his grip. He was gripping a bat, you know, tighter, which if you notice Major League Baseball young guys, you know, oh, dad says two hands on the bat and squeeze. And what you do when you put two hands on the bat and squeeze, you know, is you lose your dexterity to hit. Believe it or not, you have to have loose top end. It doesn't make any sense. Look at Bobby Abreu. Look at a million batters and see that hand is open as the they're starting to swing the bat. You're like, ah, it's not possible. The bat would come out of your hand. Watch it. And what Turner says is he was just too torqued with his top hand on the bat, and he got looser with it. When you get looser, you have better approach to the ball, better bat head control, everything increases about the same time that we're giving them a standing ovation. Hey, let's give the fans the credit. I don't think you'll see a drop-off now. I think this is the old Trey Turner. There's one thing about Trey Turner that disturbs you, but if you bring his numbers up there, this has to change immediately. All right, now the guy's getting on base like crazy, okay, because he's getting a lot of hits, a lot of singles, and, he, and he, uh, he doesn't walk a lot, but if you combine hits and walks, I think it's 188 trips. I think he's 25 for 25. Stolen bases. You can't Let's throw. See. We predicted before the season on this podcast, you won't throw Turner out this he year. He is 25 I, for 25, yep. I, good bud, did I say that? Yeah, we got to start taking credit for stuff we say. I said you won't throw Turner out this year, not because of the extra three or four inches each bag, but because of the trepidation with pitchers, to use up the one bullet, now I can't really throw over because I don't want to get the two. Uh, I said Turner may not make it out. and But 25 stolen bases and 190 trips on? Come on, Trey, start going to second and then go to third because what do you do to our offense when you're in third base with one out? What's that do to the offense, okay? The way, the way in my opinion right now, the best player in baseball is, is Harper. All right, and I know he just had a, a, a bad series in, in Milwaukee. I think he's zoned in right now as good as anybody. His numbers in August were ridiculous. His numbers in August were like 400, you know, 480, 620 slug, and like 1,300 OPS. I think right now Harper's going to continue to be the best player in baseball. The guys, Casty, Stott, and Bohm, how focused are those guys third, fourth time up? And the reason this team makes so many comebacks. Do you see it different at bat now, bud? The way they're grinding? Or what are they doing, bud, more? Walking, right? When they trail by two, lead off walk, you didn't see that in the first half of the season, right? Stats will bear it out. It's too bad MLB doesn't publish a grid for first half and after the All-Star break, second half. They don't have that, do they? Well, I can get that. I don't think you can. What, Second half stats only team? Yeah. Can you? As yeah. we're fooling around here, I'll carry I've carried you before. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. That's not a bad voice. Uh, second half of the season, 
Cassidy, Stott, and Baum are so focused, and the team's walking now, and they're hitting more runs. And of course, you know home runs. We just broke a record. You, about you that. want team or player? I, I'd the, like to know team. They're walking more in the second half is what I'm going to say. I could be wrong. Wait, I did wait, not look it up because I don't know where to find it. I probably have to call Pete, and he's probably still my maven for StatCast and all that stuff. Um, so anyway. All right, here's what we yeah, got. I can't wait to hear this. Before you say anything, my thesis suggests the team is walking. All this is on ratio, of course. It's a percentage of. They're walking more. Of course, they're at more home runs. Okay? So let's check out those two stats. All right, so second half stats. We have the Phillies are sixth most walks in baseball, 175. Thank you very much. This is meter wire. Yeah, go ahead. And where were they first half? Well, I only had second half up. Yeah, well, they were, they were 29th, okay? Uh, the, well, we were looking at the stats throughout the season, right? And they were they were 29th. I'll, so, pull, but I'll pull back up yeah, the first half. So that sixth weight won't yank them up to be like in the top six right now, of course, because they were so low. How's a team suddenly start to walk? That's your hitting coach. That's your disciplines. That's other players talking to players in the clubhouse. It's a culture. Hey, guys, we got to be more disciplined because we're good hitters. All right, I have it here. Don't First kill me. half, the Phillies were 25th in walks. I, I was, and everyone says and, I exaggerate. And now they're not much. And now they're the sixth. They were 25th, and now they're sixth. That are, is a huge transition. Are the listeners going to think we just rehearsed that bit? Perhaps, but you, we, we didn't. You swear we put your right hand up and tell the listeners we did not rehearse. We did not. Hell, I don't even get to see now, it. Now, in rehearse? OPS, they were from 742, 11th, all the way up to fourth best, too. The whole, yep. you can see it all starts from getting on base. Now, obviously, yep. you're going to get more power. The slugs way up. They have the second best slugging in baseball, second half of the season, only trailing Atlanta, who's kind of in a league of their own. Ah, not for August. Right, not for August, but the second half. Uh-huh. Atlanta's still. Stop. In August, the Phillies batted 300, the top nine guys. Atlanta batted 287. In August, the top nine guys were 925 OPS. Atlanta was 875. In August, we played two more games against teams over 511. Atlanta played nine. Who had a better August? The Phillies. They gets um, better competition. Yeah, no, no, no. I research this personally. It's my work. They're very even results. I mean, yeah. 300, you, 287. Well, OPS, you know, nine hundred five for Philly, eight ninety one for Atlanta. They're right there. Philly edged out better, but they're they're close. I don't have to say the Phillies the, had a better schedule than Nods. Can to you Philly. say one thing? Who won for August? Uh, Philly. Yes, stop. Thank you, Your Honor. I just think it's close. Atlanta's rest at this point. Close. Of course, it's close. There, it's against Atlanta. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing a player to Babe Ruth. You're going well. It's no, close. but you just made my point. Atlanta's uh, course, a, Atlanta's a, Atlanta's a league of their own. And then you just said because we're comparing them to Atlanta, so you just proved Atlanta is a league of their own. They are. Yeah. Every batter's 800 OPS. Yeah, and then Acuna's a thousand or 1100. All right. So because Chad jumped this a little bit to Atlanta. I have a little bit of research that I got to share. Projected Braves starters with 20 home runs. Of course, a lot of doubles too, but just 20 home runs is a lot for a player. All right. Murphy's 20. Olsen's already at 44. Albies is 28. Arcia, you pronounce it? He's at 17. He'll hit 20. That's four. Riley's at 32. He's there. Rosario's already at 20. Harris probably won't at 13. So I put a question mark. Okuna, of course, 32, and Ozuna, who's going to be a nightmare in postseason because he looks like he's back after a two-year absence, and you didn't need him 
back because he's like a six prolific player now. That gives you a lot of offense, one through six. A little more than the Phillies because of him. Maybe, maybe not. Draw your own conclusion. And then our lineup, hear me out, gets better, seven, eight, nine. Do the math. It's true. Their team OPS at 800 is ridiculous. Harris, by the way, the guy that was getting a hit for like a month and a half, all right, Harris is 290 and 800 now. So you got a formidable lineup. Pitching-wise, Strider is your nightmare at 16 and 4. Uh, he is, uh, you know, hits per nine uh, is good. Um, 159 innings pitched, Strider, 245 strikeouts, man. That That's a ridiculous strikeout rate. So he's your nightmare. Beyond that, when you get to Morton and Elder, you know, you could say Wheeler, Noah, and then beyond that, because, you know, Noah's not necessarily a nightmare. So I don't know that the pitching staffs, either one of them or the old-time Dodgers, you know, it, it's certainly not, you know, uh, Koufax and Drysdale type thing. Uh, and postseason, as you see, these pitchers get tired, hit pitching walls, and, you know, their, their ERAs you know, go up and, and everything happen, anything happens. But the Braves' offense – Absolutely formidable, but we did hit a little bit better in August, and I think currently right now that the Phillies lineup and everything else that goes with that is as good as it's been all season, bud. That's the point. We're playing. We're peaking kind of. This is our best baseball right now offensively. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. The team's playing really well. And uh, and, and I think the fact that you got Turner – you know, coupled with Harper, um, you know, Marsh batting that low. Uh, do, oh, by the way, who do you think is our highest rated wins against average? Marsh. No. Really? You know who's number two in baseball on our team? And this one. You oh, oh, stop. Nope. And you won't really? get it nine guesses. You'll you'll exhaust your clip. Mm. You'll you'll empty your clip on this one. Was it J? Was I was JT? so you know, shocked. Catchers, catchers get get a lot of value. Not a lot of good catchers. Is JT? And he's not getting it because of runners thrown out. So yes, it's JT. So when you spread his numbers, you see that he's going to end up with career best, which you don't think he is. I think in one category he's not, but overall wise, he's he's now doing fine again. His base running. His, his home to second, first to third, second to home, right? Is in the best in baseball, okay? And they have a stat for that, you know, games won by base running, okay? He's doing everything else around the plate better than everybody else, all right? The pass balls, okay? The uh, innings played, uh, all that matters if you're a catcher. Um, you're, you're obviously, you're framing, um, the pop-ups that you get to, okay, with his speed. So this because JT has so much speed, that works its way into catching skills, and that elevates his numbers. So when you add the offense he does give you, and he doesn't have Murphy's numbers, uh, or is it Murray for Atlanta, Murphy, Murray, he doesn't have his offensive numbers, but he's second on the team with, uh, with his wins against average grade, which – is really a bit uncanny when you think about it, you know, because you think, well, he's not having one of his best years. All the Phillies are up from where they were. The team is up. I think they have him six of wins, wins against average. 
Um, the starting pitching was first last week. It's third. What? And look, let's talk about their bench players, right? The kid that just came back uh, off the injured uh, list, the Pache, whatever his name is. Yep. Like him as a player. We we love Rojas, whose slash sign is really good right now. Um, you know, there's there's nothing not to like about the Phillies at the moment. I, I'm I'm not trying to overstate it, um, but right now they are absolutely playing their best baseball, and their schedule from here on out really favorable. Okay, let's go through this thing. All right, Marlins. Three uh, pod, pods three away, take the series. No, I don't think we take okay. the series. Padres are are a fine team. Yeah, they're really playing hard this year. Yeah, they're they're like not them. great, but they're they're yeah. they're not like terrible. They can always have the guys you can go off. Marlins home. Mm, sorry, we're at the Marlins or no, we're home. Marlins. Phillies are three. Home. Take uh, no, uh, take the Come series. On. Sure, we said three. Is it yeah? Is it a four-game series? No, series of three. Then take two or three. You know, it okay. works. Out I thought you way. were saying we'll sweep them. I'm sorry. No, Braves um, at home for four. Phillies get swept. Oh come on, come on, yep. come on, come on! You're you're, you're drinking the Kool Aid there. You don't realize. I just showed you they match up in August. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they really match up. They're two forty run differential versus ladies, seventy. Ladies, Braves gentlemen, the Phillies and kids, we're delighted to have you as listeners. I'm on record at, on this podcast at about thirty one minutes uh, that my son is absolutely off base. I don't know what he's drinking. He doesn't drink during the day. But see, no, no. Here, come on, here's come the on, problem. Come on, here's come how on. easy Give a little it is. Respect to the Phillies. It's not respect. It is. Here's how easy it is to get swept by the Braves. Wheeler loses his start. That's that's it. That's it. Nola stinks right now. The rest of the team really isn't uh, pitching wise hasn't been great. So all Wheeler has to do is lose, and getting swept is very much in the equation. <laughs> Chad's bringing out his best Alan Kelly voice. So you stink right now. Nola does stink right now. The worst we'll do against them at home is two and two. No, I think it's three one. Nola's been bad all year. I would say this. If there's sweep ability potential in that in that series, it's the Phillies four zero. Not have the Braves lost four straight all year? No, no. Okay, no, no, no. All right, cards away. Take that series, right? I think with the Phillies sweep. Now Braves away, we could we could get swept there. Braves get swept, away, they get Philly swept again. All right, so you got seven and zero. You at seven and zero. Yeah. No, but why don't we try to bring a more serious tone to the podcast? Five. You're two? not serious. That you think it's going to be seven zero Braves? I think it's very possible. I think five two is is put a stamp on it. Five two. Five two would be my bet, but uh, I think seven zero is possible. Yeah. All right. So my bet on the seven, uh, I got it four three Phillies uh, with a potential five two Phillies. Uh, there's absolutely no potential to get swept. I can't wait for these games to be played now. The you know our devoted listeners are going to be texting me about who's right here, uh, dad or chat on this one. This is crazy. You got the potential after the Braves. We got the Mets. We need to talk about them. The Pirates need to talk about them. Back to the Mets. I got the Phillies like seventeen and nine. I think it's twenty six games. I didn't check my math. Um, twenty six uh, games, seventeen and nine. Um, on the other hand, the team that is running us down, the Cubs. Have a much tougher schedule, but if you have it up in front of you there, 
Yeah, I'll pull the Cubs schedule. Yeah, up. the Cubs have a tougher schedule. And therefore, I believe we remain. All right, so here's the Cubs schedule. Yep, first wild card is important. Cubs go. have uh, their home three games against the Giants starting today. Right. Then they go. There's they stay home four games against the D-backs. They so. split it best. Go ahead. Then they go to the Rockies for three. And you know, Colorado's Colorado, right? When they're in, right? If if you want it to be Colorado, yeah, well, I guess they haven't been tough the last ten years in Colorado. Go ahead, uh, you're the one that always says Colorado at home is formidable. Yeah, and, until I realized that not this year. Oh, okay. This okay. year they've been bad. Are they five hundred at home this year? Let's check. Uh-huh. Colorado at ladies home. and gentlemen of the jury. No, they're ten games under five hundred. They're twenty nine to thirty eight at home. Take this year at home. They think, yeah, I realized because like, I took them every night in our little baseball <laughs> pool, and they kept losing. After the uh, after the Rockies, the Cubs go to the Braves for three, and the Cubs then go to the Brewers for three. Last six games of the season are really tough. Yeah. Braves, the Brewers, to yeah. end it in. And all you need to know is that the Phillies aren't going to relinquish the lead. Really, really don't have to be exact. Oh, I'm sorry. The Cubs are home against the Rockies. About the winning percentage. All we have to say is, are they going to catch the Phillies? We just demonstrated that they're not. Therefore, the way this works out, because I know most people are curious about what happens if the Phillies are the first wild card, and I need to verify this with you. So the top two uh, division winners get the bye. That much you definitely know. But then you may be confused about what happens next. So the third division winner, and let's stamp that Milwaukee, hosts the third uh, wild card. And let's assume for the moment it would be Milwaukee versus Arizona, although that last wild card is going to be changing pretty much every day. All right. Uh, then the first wild card, and the Phillies look really good to, to retain that, uh, would be against the uh, second best wild card, which in this case looks like it projects to be um, the Cubs. Um, so it looks like a sequence to project a little bit. I don't mind this sequence of the Cubs. Love it. The Dodgers. I I'm fine with that right now. And then the Braves. Wait, hold on. Yep. I think, I think that's right. Well, hold on. Phil, hold on. Let me just break this down. Yeah. I love well, when Chad tries to prove me wrong. And then three minutes from now, it says, Oh no, you're right. Wild okay. card four versus five. Phillies will be the team, team ranked number four. Yeah. Four seed. They play the fifth seed, which would be Cubs. Yeah, and the winner of that goes to play the Braves. Look at the bracket. Wait, this okay. Is, wait, is this 2022? No, I think you're... Well, it should be the same. It should be the same. I'm not looking at 2022s unless something's changed. This was posted in August, actually. Okay. All right. All right. But it, it, I does, assume it they, does show I that assume four to five win. goes to play one, and six to three goes to play two. Okay. I assume they would reseed. Oh, there's so, no, no reseeding. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. So we would get the Braves in round two, all things being equal. Yeah, I think you can make an argument. If this is correct, it's better to be a Well, you'd rather play the Dodgers seed. and yeah, the Braves. Yeah, no doubt yeah about you'd it. rather be the sixth seed in the wild card. Right. Or the uh, or really the three seed, but that'd be, that'd be a division winner, which is impossible. Right. So what we do know is we'd open up against the Cubs, so I'm very comfortable with that. It would be in Philly. Which is important. It would it would be in Philly, yes. Okay, we're home against the Cubs in Philly. Come on now. Uh, I love it. So I, I'm really positive today uh, on the Philadelphia Phillies. Pretty much all aspects. Yeah, you want to criticize 
the bullpen. But you know what? Take a look at the guy that just won the uh, you know reliever uh, of the of the month for the uh, for the for the Cubs uh, in Glacies, whatever his name is. His numbers aren't great, and he's got a horrific postseason. He's got a postseason ERA of like fifteen. It's small sample size, but if that's the biggest problem we've got. Uh, he's not your power pitcher. He, I mean, he's he's not a guy like Josh Hader and some of the other ones, okay? So I just don't think their bullpen, you know, Strider, Strider, I don't think their bullpen is is any big deal. And, you know, as we know, home runs are greatly reduced in postseason. I think we neutralize the Braves offensively. I really do. I think that uh, Sir Anthony uh, will have it together. Um, our lefty is is a nightmare at 100 miles an hour, and uh, Hoffman's pitched great. Yeah, and he has been good. Could you make an argument for team MVP if you wanted to allow pitching in for the relief pitcher with the long hair? Um, you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, could you make an argument for him? And, and if I had better notes, I'd have him right there too. Strom, I mean, uh, 31 years old, 45 games he's been in. All right. Uh, he's got a 2.1 war, 3.23 ERA. Um, 78 innings pitches a lot for a reliever. 100 Ks, 4-9 walk K ratio. His numbers are great, 214, batting average against. This guy's been maybe our most reliable player start so far to finish. You, you with me? I mean, it's he's some a, good numbers. He's, yeah. been a, he's been a steady reliable, not a force, a steady, reliable, okay, contributor out of the bullpen, and uh, and, the, and I love him. Um, I don't know why we haven't seen some of the guys from Double A. We got this guy done. He's 26, so he's not going to come up and make a contribution. How about this? 280-401-527-928. And we always talk about Simon Maserati, right? Mizu. Or something. 24, how about this, bud? 320, 440, 817 OPS. Been good all year. Bunch of extra base hits, 24 stolen bases. Okay. He's got a 990 fielding percentage. He's fast. He, he's got power. He's 24. Blocked by Schwarber, right? Yep, yep. He's stuck. And that was my frustration you guys felt when you heard me on the podcast from the beginning of the season till recent, was that they're blocking players that need major league experience that will put up Schwarber just turned positive war, just turned it right the other day. So it's like 0.1 plus. Uh, these guys, for instance, uh, Rojas right now and uh, the guy that Pache just came off the I.L., both have higher wars. Yep. Now, granted, smaller sample size, but it can grow too. It won't go negative most time. It won't. So that's I'm not going to notice so far. We've avoided that. Okay. Um, and I like our bench with Sosa, Pache, Keith done a nice job in the left. Got a great arm, good coverage. Rojas, and and we break a home run record, 59 home runs in August. Who do you think holds the record? Both leagues. Well, probably going to say the Yankees. Sure. Yeah, it's good. 2019. Want to guess how many? How many? 74 home runs in a month. Wow. 74 home runs. Did they win the World Series? No. Um, I got to get. 
uh, to the question of the day. And it's going to be most strikeouts in major league history, bud. And then we're going to run quick here. So easy one, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan it is, all right? Nolan Ryan, okay. Uh, 27-year career, 5,714 strikeouts. AL most strikeouts is, bud, we'll go quick. I want to read some of these stats before we close. Roger Clemens at 4,100 and the wow. NL Steve Carlton at 4,000. You got to check out some Nolan Ryan stats. Most wins, of course, at 27.95. 7 0 hitters, bud, 324 wins. Okay. Three more than Koufax, which is amazing. Check this out. Everyone check this out. He had 7 0 hitters. Check that. 12 1 hitters. Say, well, that's impossible. You add to 12 and 7, you got 19. Well, don't forget to throw in the 18 two-hitters. So you have 37 games, bud, where he'd be between zero and two hits. Lowest hits per nine. You hear us talk about HP9 all the time. Hit lowest hits per nine innings in baseball. How many times, bud? Uh, seven? Twelve. Twelve, wow. Okay, how good. remarkable that. And how about this uncanny stat that you're only here on speaking of sports, I guarantee you, if you live to be 150, 38% of plate appearances against Nolan Ryan, the ball was not in play. Strike out or walk? So round it to well, 40. He struck out a lot and he walked people a lot. <laughs> so yeah. round it to 40 yeah. and you got 40%. It's almost 50% of the players. Right. All right. He uh, led the league in strikeouts. How many times? I'm going to do this with you. Goes quick, say, quick I'll say again. Twelve, again. eleven. Good 11. guess. How many times do you have 200 keys? Today's benchmark for strikeouts uh, is 200. It used to be 300. 12? 200 keys, 15 times. Wow. 383 strikeouts in 1973. That's the, insane. So his arms tired the next year, right? How about 367? June 14th in 1974. <laughs> okay, this is insane. He throws two, bud, listen. June 14th, look it up, 1974. 235 pitches against the Red Sox. Did he really? In 235 pitches. innings pitched for 19 strikeouts. 235 pitches. 10 walks. 58 batters. I mean, that's insane. After all that baseball, how many runs allowed? Two? Three. Three. That's insane. Three. That is insane. He pitched in four decades, ladies and gentlemen, 19-year-old, 1966, to 46-year-old, 1993. Uh, I, I think my favorite stat is the complete games, 222 complete it's not, games. It's not, you can't make that up. I mean, that, and that's not even a – that's the funny thing is that's not even the you know, greatest of all time. Um, it's just crazy that you, you know, we'll never even come close to anyone like that in, t- in today's baseball world. And this guy at 223 years old, games. hate to talk over you. When I hit, hit on, 43 years old, June 11th, threw a no hitter. So if that wasn't good enough, he came back at 44 years old and threw his seventh no hitter, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then he had 200 uh, Ks uh, five times in his 40s, uh, 300, and we mentioned the wins. How many times do you think he led baseball in wins? Five? None. None. Wow. Right? But in the postseason, he was a different guy. In 60s innings pitched, only one wild pitch. His walk ratio in the regular season is 12.4. In the postseason, 6.2. 
all his numbers got way better in the postseason. How do you figure, bud? He just, just clutched focused? up. I mean, this mentality. This is a guy who threw 235 pitches one day. He's not afraid of stepping up, being the guy when he needs to. And we'll close on this note. We'll be under 50. How many teams have retired Nolan Ryan's number? Three? Three. Can you name them? You get a big gold star if you name him, by the way. This uh, would be so hard. No, I know he's I know it's uh Angels Houston. Astros, right? And the and Texas. Texas, okay. Okay, number thirty, number thirty four, retired by all three clubs. What player is retired by all major league clubs? Uh, think Babe about Ruth. it. Babe think, Ruth. Think about it. Makes sense. If you got it, you gotta think a little, a little trick to it. Okay. But you know, if it's not Babe Ruth, which I don't think the people in Milwaukee are going to retire Babe Ruth's number. Yeah, Jackie Robinson. Which, what, what, take a guess. You 40, know? Oh, yeah, 42. Oh, yeah. sorry. And I knew that one. Okay. I knew the number. If we skip rants with the netted, we're at 40, we're 45 minutes. Yeah, we got to cut it. So, right. so we cut it? Yeah. Um, awesome Labor Day. Hope everyone has a great day with their families and has a wonderful week ahead. Uh, speaking of sportspod.com, anywhere on Twitter, Instagram, it's the Speaking of Sports Podcast. You'll find us there. And lastly, Chuck's phone number for any questions, inquiries on, on guests, Philly's commentary, 609-828-5569. It was a pretty good show for Labor Day. Huh? A lot of labor, a lot of work went into this thing, okay? No rest today. Not you all rest. have a relaxing day. It's not labor today. You all relax, right? Hug the family. Enjoy it, man. God bless America. Damn, America dreamed the whole bit. And thank you guys out there, the ladies on the turnpike and on the bridges doing the stuff. All my best day I could never do. I appreciate you. I go by. I wave at you. They love my convertible. They're waving from 300 feet. It's so cool. Thank you for all that, right? Hey, Richie. Thank you, buddy. You're the best.